0: BLOB TALK RADIO Can you feel it? Make me, make me, make me picking my husband up from the airport, so please forgive me, but I had to keep this show going. You are in for a treat tonight. I cannot wait to talk to my special guest. Her name is Jasmine, and we are in on tonight to introduce some of you, if you are not aware of B4U Theater, And if you are already aware of it, then we are welcoming you to the show. We are going to have something good for you tonight. I can't wait. So, a few updates soon. And because I'm driving, I can't give you the date. But before the show is over, I will make sure I update with what's going on. don't, you know what? This week I'm going to try something. I am going to try. My Facebook page is Stacy L. Ferguson. Please like my page and follow me. I'm going to try something this week. Because you know what I ran into last week, and it kind of bothered me. I ran into. And I don't know what it is about our Baltimoreans and networking and kind of uplifting each other and kind of supporting one another. Um, but some kind of way, we don't do that very well. And I find myself to be very supportive if um, you're coming on my show, if you're a special guest, if you're having something. I try to buy tickets. Um, I try to just promote promote all of our uniqueness, our individuality, all the special gifts that we have. So this week, this week, and just try it for one week, if you see someone, you like what they have on, you like their hair, you like something, I don't care what it is, find something that you like about someone, and you know what, simple, very simple, say, you know what, I like your hair, I like your jacket, start simple. Start with the small things. It is the small things that count. It is the little things that just might make someone's day. Because we all need support. We all need uplifting. We all need a smiling face every now and then. Someone just say, you know what, you got it going on today, girl. That means a lot to people. And you never know. You would never know. Because we so busy caught up in our own world, our own life, our own whatever we have going on. So I find it very refreshing to see people who, you know, have a good something to say about someone. And you know what? What you put out in the universe always comes back to you. So let's start. This week, find something nice to say about someone something that you wouldn't normally do. Talk to someone you wouldn't normally talk to, a stranger, preferably. Um, just to let, like, we have to start with ourselves, and we have to start doing things that will make someone else feel good, but in return, it'll make us feel good also. So, without further ado, I am going to bring on my special guest because I don't want to leave her holding too long, and we have so much stuff to talk about, and I cannot wait. I'm super excited. So, without further ado, we are going to bring on our special guest for tonight, and her name is Miss Jasmine. Hello, Miss Jasmine.
1: Miss Jasmine, how are you? I'm well, how are you?
0: Great, great, great. How are you doing today? How was your day going? This sunny Sunday. I was glad to see some warm weather back in uh practice this
1: week. Yes, we turned on the grill because we figured it might be the last chance <laughs> for the for the year. I know, right? So, yeah. I don't know. Tomorrow is supposed day. to be
0: eighty degrees, so we are hoping we get a few more we'll nice things before we get the blizzard of two thousand
1: sixteen. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for having me on today. I'm really looking forward to having no, a great pa- conversation.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So to all the people who are unaware and don't know, we'll do a formal introduction, and then we'll get into all the ins and outs because I got a million a questions. You ready? Hello?
1: Great. So to get started, I just want to – oh, you there, Stacey? You can hear me, Stacey? You have your family? I'm here now. Yeah, I think we blinked out for a second. What happened? Oh, okay. Great. Well, would you – just a general overview of the organization is a good place to start for me if that's good for you.
0: That works
1: for me. Awesome. So our organization is called B4 Youth Theater, and it's the letter B with the number Mm -hmm. four because originally – Um, Our, like, tagline was burning barriers, building bridges. And it really just speaks to how when things are in our way, we can make our own Mm -hmm. way through them. And in pushing our way through by burning barriers, we create bridges to new possibilities for ourselves Mm -hmm. and for other people. So B4, the letter B, the number four youth theater, and we're incorporated in Maryland as a 501c3 organization and also in Liberia, Mm -hmm. West Africa with the mission of empowering young people to become educated citizens through the arts. So we have our students and our programs in Liberia. We've worked with more than 400 students since 2010. They write original plays with original music and original choreography for dance, and they speak about social issues, things that impact their daily life experiences. And it's their way of speaking truth to the power and truth to the power that's within them. To just encourage themselves and to encourage their communities to do the most, regardless of what they have to work with.
0: That is awesome. That's super awesome. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Okay. How did how so, did this come about? Like, what were you already into the theater? Um, are you an actress? Like, what? How did this how did
1: it start? It's a really good question actually. Um, because, you know, things really when we say where does something start, there's there are moments that are like aha moments, like it's a, a wake up call mm-hmm. where it's like that's what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be doing. And um there is a particular moment in two thousand nine where that happened, but I will say that there's no magic to all of this. The things that are our purpose, mm-hmm. the things that really resonate with us and put us on the path we're supposed to be on are a collection of of us preparing ourselves all along the way and when opportunity meets us because you know you can have the opportunity without the preparation uh-huh. and you're not going to uh-huh. get the not going to get the chance to do what you, you want to do or you can maybe never have the opportunity despite being prepared uh-huh. so um it's nice when both things come together so i had been doing music dance and drama since i was really really young sang in the church choir, was in musical theater programs um, throughout my neighborhood and across the state of New Jersey where I grew up, and um, a lot of things like that in Philadelphia as well. And when I was an undergrad at Florida A&M University, black colleges, mm-hmm. um, I studied music education then, and I then went to get my master's in Minnesota in public policy. And there was a day when the president of Liberia, Ellen Johnson Searleaf, the first Democratically elected woman president in Africa, um, also Nobel Peace mm-hmm. Prize recipient, she came to speak at the University of Minnesota about the devastation of the education sector in Liberia due to the civil war that lasted fourteen years mm-hmm. and she just really talked about right. the need for Liberians to come back to Liberia and for people to come in general who wanted yeah. to help rebuild the education right. sector and That was one of those moments for me where things just clicked because I was studying policy, and this was clearly a policy issue. Um, the education sector was in shambles. My background strongly was as an educator, um, but an educator with really specific interest in the arts and music and dance and drama. So I saw it as that uh-huh. that opportunity meeting my preparation to do something. So um, two of my classmates were Liberian government fellows, and they said, we know that you – are a teacher you know that you have background in the arts and Mm -hmm. our students in the country don't have Mm -hmm. arts in their schools at all like I know we're in dire Mm -hmm. situations here in the Baltimore area where a lot of our schools don't have arts, but I can't imagine living in a United States where there were no Mm -hmm. arts in American schools like that's on another level
0: right
1: so um so I went just to see what it would be like in 2010 um just put together a curriculum And started working Mm -hmm. in an orphanage in the summer of 2010. And Mm -hmm. things were phenomenal. From that was our starting point. And it was a really, really good year. Yeah.
0: You know what? So I went to a networking event in which um, I'm kind of new to the radio um, industry. And um, so basically I was awarded an opportunity to have my own talk show through Um, one of my good girlfriends who already has her talk show. And I went to a networking event, and I kind of didn't go with any expectations. I kind of just went, I'm just going to kind of get out there, you know, kind of talk to some people. Hopefully they'll, um, you know, listen to the show. Hopefully I'll find someone who can be a special guest on the show. So when you say when preparation meets opportunity, That stands out to me because a lot of times an opportunity may come along, but you're not prepared. You're fumbling and bumbling around or you, you know, you don't have your ducks in a row. So I went to this event Mm -hmm. and before I went, I said, well, you know what? I'm getting ready to have a play. Um, I am partners with another young lady um, who does a live um, one woman show. Um, And, my radio show is the host of that play. Um, so I said, I'm going to put a little packet together. I'm going to have some information on the play. I'm going to have some information about my radio show. I'm putting a nice little envelope. You know, I want to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Opportunity yeah. meets preparation. Exactly. I was there kind of on a, if I meet someone, I do. If I don't, it is what it is. I went. Me and you was a blessing from the time that I spoke <laughs> to you at the networking event to the time, and you know, I talked to everyone. So I called, I was like, you know, we got to hook up. We well, got to get you on a show. This is something I've never heard of before, I've never even thought of before. Opportunity meets preparation. You, those words I will always remember. This is, a, uh, this is awesome. And I don't want to keep talking, but I'm overwhelmed with the excitement that this brings. Like, it's a whole other level of something you would have never thought about. Yes, we need help in the United States. Yes, in Baltimore, there are a lot of things that we could use advancements in. But when you think about someone that doesn't have the basics in life, that will education, Um, hobbies, extracurricular opportunities. It has to be something inside of you to say, what can I do to help? So that's my question. As a Mm -hmm. listener, for Make Me Feel It Radio, for all the people that are listening out there, what are three things we could do to help you?
1: That is a beautiful question, and we do have several answers, and it depends on the level of involvement that people are able to give. Um, Of course, people can always make donations, and that's extremely helpful. Our funding works in such a way that individuals give, organizations give, and rarely do we apply for grants. And I'll tell you quickly why that's the case. A lot of times grant funding through large organizations is tied to their missions and their aims, and our program Mm -hmm. is built so that the children can speak to their own Goals at the moment to their own aims. So it's hard to sometimes align what the children authentically are saying is important to them with okay. what a large organization. Okay. Have in line. So we try to stay away from applying for various grants because we don't want someone else's mission to steer what our children can do in their programming. So we really do rely on the generous gifts of our individual donors and smaller organizations. And um, we have very low overhead expenses. Nearly, like 99% of our um, fundraising and fundraising efforts go directly to our programming. And that is something almost no organizations can say. Uh, Most people have at least 20 to 30% overhead. Um, So we really do a good job of making sure that funding-wise the money goes directly to providing quality arts education experiences for our young people in Liberia. So one thing people can do is give. We have a donate button on our Facebook page, which is B4, letter B, number four, Youth Theater, and theater is spelled T-H-E-A-T-R-E. If you're driving and can't remember that, you can just put the at sign with a letter B, number 4, Y-T-L-I-B, B4U Theater, Liberia. And you'll find us. There's a donate button there. Also on our website, which is the just justb 4 utheaterorg um, those are two easy ways to give. Um, So that's one way you can get involved. The second thing is we have countless events throughout the year, um, not just in Maryland, but literally all over the U.S. We've done fashion shows that are educative fashion experiences where you're not just looking at pretty clothes, but you're learning about where different clothes are worn, who made the clothing that's being modeled, why they made it, and how their entrepreneurship through sewing and tailoring has been a blessing to their families and their communities. You're learning about history and history being made in the moment in Liberia. Um, so mm-hmm. these fashion shows can be booked for private events um, for a nominal fee that really goes back to supporting our programming. Um, also there are events that are held from Atlanta to Minnesota to Philadelphia, Maryland. We're not on the West Coast as much yet, but um, there are usually at least five or six big events in the U.S. throughout the year. So come to our events. Learn more about what it is that we're doing. Um, we mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. often have people who – so that's the second thing. Well, One, one was give some money. If you can, Mm -hmm. even a dollar helps, and you can do that through our website Mm -hmm. or on Facebook, Um, and two, come to our events. You can also find out about those on our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, The third thing I would say, and this is um, a little more flexible, is some people really want to get involved in a more active way, and we have what we call um, a shipment party. And essentially all that is is um, when we need program supplies, this is one way we keep our overhead low, we have groups of people or maybe one individual who um, knows that they can get 10 or 20 friends together, have some light appetizers and some drinks and ask people to bring school supplies, to bring um, copies of plays, to bring um, really interesting videos that are about the arts and all kinds of things. And you fill up a barrel, a shipping barrel, um, and we can arrange for pickup on the East Coast. And um, if you mm-hmm. collect, like, $10 per person that comes to your, your shipment party, that can all be shipped over to Liberia because of you having a party and asking your friends to bring $10 and some school supplies. So um, that's the that third is way that really awesome. helps keep us going. <laughs> Thank you. We hope that hopefully some listeners would like to host a shipment party or attend our events.
0: Absolutely. Or
1: just make a donation. Absolutely. Thank you. So one
0: more time. I need your name and your, how people can get in t- contact with you, either through Facebook, right. email, Twitter, one more
1: time. Okay. So on Facebook, if you're sitting at your, on your phone or something right now, you can find us the letter B, the number four, space, youth, Y-O-U-T-H, space, theater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. If you're listening and trying to memorize this, don't memorize that whole long thing I just said. Just put in the at sign with the letter B-4-Y-T-L-I-B for Liberia. B-4-Y-T-L-I-B. And that is for Facebook. Um, For Twitter, it's the letter B, number four, Youth Theater. All one word. I'll say it again, the letter B, number four, Youth, Y-O-U-T-H. Again, T-H-E-A-T-R-E. That's us on Twitter. It's the same thing on Instagram. Our website is b4utheater dot org, spelled the same way across all of our social media. My name is Jasmine. I'm the founder and executive director of Before You Theater, and my personal email for our organization is just jasmine at b4utheater dot org. My name is J A S M I N E, spelled like the flower, at b 4 Theater dot org, and I would love to hear from you. All right now,
0: and for everyone who. Listen. If you missed it, if you didn't get it, you can always email me, and I'll forward all of you the information to reach Jasmine. Um. Uh, so, all right now, question. All right. For the ev- for the events that you have, um, is there a schedule of events? Is there um, do like do you sign up for a a list? Uh, is there
1: a uh, email group? Is there a? That's a great question. We're 11. reviving our quarterly newsletter that usually has all of on um, that information about our upcoming events. But if um, anyone wants to be added to our mailing list, you can just send me an email. It's Jasmine at b dot org, and I'll get you added to the mailing list. Um, otherwise, we send regular events out through um, all of our social media we have an event coming up this Uh friday that's in edgewood maryland about 30 minutes east of baltimore so i can tell you guys more about that later but um generally the best ways to find out what we're doing are through our social media and our website Um, though we are instituting a quarterly newsletter which um, has um, stories about our kids in liberia and what they're doing it has events okay. that are happening in the u s It will have events that are happening in Liberia, so we're really trying to think creatively about how we make all of this information interesting and global in a way that you don't feel like you pick up our newsletter and you're reading about stuff you can't attend because it's in Africa or that you're in Africa and you read right. our newsletter online and you feel like you can't <laughs> enjoy it because it's everything right. happening in the u s um so that's why we had to step back after since we've grown so much to really think about how we create media that reaches everybody in a way that um, they feel like they can contribute. So that is coming back. It's coming back before the holidays. So do email me to get put on our our email list. Okay,
0: great. Now, I slightly remember in another conversation with you um, something about telemedia, um, meaning um, you can kind of watch the kids in Liberia as they perform,
1: we have, um, um in some ways, we are working on what is called our Sponsor and Artist Program, and we're going to have a new website release within hopefully the next month. Our communications team is diligently working towards that, and it will be like a media-packed version of our website where there will be um, videos of students being interviewed that are changed on a regular basis. So almost every time you come to our site, you'll feel like, You're learning about something new, just even on the home page. There will be lots of photos of artwork and things the children are creating visually. Uh, They'll see parts of the classes that they take. Um, Just a really engaging way to get to know our students. This past summer, we were blessed to be able to take over several of our volunteers. Um, Three were arts mentors, U.S.-based arts instructors who came to do master classes. And some of our previous board members and current board members, and they had been experiencing so much of the media and the things we had collected from interviews to videos, um, photos over the years, they felt they already knew our students. So when they met certain kids, they like, mm-hmm. oh, I already know you, because mm-hmm. I've seen right. you. So we thought that we really need yeah, we had to find a way to um, make that experience available for all of the people who are interested in learning more about our organization. So that is on the way and it's very exciting. Within the next month we'll have um a completely new way of engaging um through the through the internet with our young people.
0: Awesome. Now, are there any things that you wish people would know more about even if it's not particularly about your organization, but just about um Liberia, the people there, um, what would would you say would be three things that you would say, I wish people would do
1: this? Woo, (laughs) three things. Um, (laughs) Okay, you can let the list as (laughs) long as
0: you like.
1: I'll reference a longer list that I do have, and it's easily found on our website. I did a post A couple of years ago, actually, called People Who Are My Age, and I'm not going to tell too much, but at that time, there were 28 things on my list, and I was talking about people who were my age at that time. So, um, I'm not telling you how old I am, but it was not written this year. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, On that list, though, it talks about really the importance of the arts to young people and particularly Liberian young people, and it talks about that as it relates to how organizations like the United Nations um, put together goals for the whole world and what those goals actually mean for human development. And a lot of times people do not explicitly talk about the role that the arts play in things like community change, healing, trauma and how the arts help people to process and to build their mm-hmm. bridge so that they can get okay. through some of the things they've been through. So um, some things that I think maybe when I was the, – the first year I went to Liberia, a lot of my friends and family were really afraid for me. Um, and even through the Ebola crisis, mm-hmm. that resurgence of fear came up again. So one of the things – the if I have to give you three, and I will give you three things, the first thing I would say mm-hmm. is um, – Checking your fear Check it Because if you're going to be fearful about things Let's find out the truth behind the situation that's going on So in the Ebola crisis we had a campaign that we put forward called Love is Greater Than Fear And it was a two-sided emphasis The first half of it is that on the ground in Liberia A lot of people who had survived Ebola were being stigmatized in their communities Because people who lived there who didn't get Ebola were afraid Um And and that fear was pretty much unfounded in terms of um, health standards and what could be um, passed on. So on the Liberian side, that was something that needed to be worked through because even though sometimes fear is unfounded, there's the reality that it's an emotion that if people feel it, it does change the way they act towards others. So we ran that mm-hmm. campaign simultaneously as one in the U.S., because when I returned from from Ebola, from the Ebola crisis in 2014, when I came back to mm-hmm. Liberia, I had personal friends and family members who would not see me for months on end. Oh, no. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really disheartening um, because... On so many levels. One, of course, you want to be welcomed back by your friends and family. But on um, and I and I get that people were afraid. But they, on the other side of that, all medical documentation stated that there's a 21 day period where if the person's not dead, they don't have Ebola. <laughs> so uh-huh. for people to be uh-huh. um afraid without any proven right. reason not was it. um. Right. Was the, Yeah, it was a dangerous thing, and it created a scare here in many parts of the U.S. about people from West Africa and people who had been to West Africa in general Mm -hmm. that was completely inappropriate. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. having conversations with some people about how they should be more afraid that I was a middle school teacher with so many unvaccinated young people in the U.S. (laughs) than they should be that I went to Mm -hmm. West Africa. So um mm-hmm. the first thing i would say is really check your fear if you feel some kind of way about people from a particular part of the world or from um a particular background or any way that we can discriminate against other human beings, we need to check that and figure out what's going on in our Mm -hmm. own hearts and what the facts actually say so that we can be better people. So that's one thing um, I would say people definitely need to know when they think about Liberia. The second thing is something that's just super encouraging and it's just how beautiful the students are in our program. As I said earlier, we've worked with um, easily 400 children since 2010 from from all different parts of Liberia and they are creative They're talented. Um, As a music teacher here in the U.S., um, sometimes I would teach something one week, and literally the next week Mm -hmm. I'm struggling to get our students to remember that I've already taught it to them. And it's not because my methods are flawed. It's because we just have so much we're constantly bombarded with in terms of information here in this country, Mm -hmm. whereas um, in Liberia things are a lot more laid back um, when children Mm -hmm. are in a learning environment, they really just absorb what they're being taught and processing it. And I can teach one thing one year and literally come back just to check on things the next year, and they're teaching me more than what I left really? them with. And, and that's a that's blessing awesome. as a teacher to be able to have that experience. Um, so just the mm-hmm. level of creativity, the intelligence, the vibrancy of the young people in that country is something that I'm awestruck by every time that I go. So um, that's the second thing I want people to know, that Liberian youth – are talented and beautiful mm-hmm. and creative, and um, I don't. I, I want us to try to get past the point of viewing people from Africa as only being mm-hmm. vulnerable and um, right. deprived, and all of these other terms that we mm-hmm. use to describe people who are who live in Africa or being third world, whatever because that we won't means. That <laughs>
0: ourselves to know anybody
1: exactly like we can't just rely on what we might see in a movie or on television mm-hmm. but that there is there is the internet now and you can meet people from all over the world or you can check our website and see um for yourself um what some of the similarities and differences are So that's the second thing Mm -hmm. that I would like people to really just think about. So we talked about fear and checking your fear. The second thing we talked about was how to see people as people who are creative and beautiful, not just as the result of lack of resources Mm -hmm. um, or Mm -hmm. otherwise. And I would say the third thing about Liberia, and I think this is extremely important for those of us here in Baltimore and in the Maryland area, um, is that when um, slaves in the U.S. were freed, or or about to be freed as well from slavery, a lot of people went, quote-unquote, back to Africa. Granted, we know they had never been there before. There was their ancestors who Mm -hmm. were in Africa. But the place they went to was Liberia. The capital of Liberia is Monrovia, President Monroe. We have the American Colonization Mm -hmm. Society. So Liberia, um, in a lot of ways, was shaped as a modern society by freed African Americans who had been enslaved. Um so there is a you very a deep strong, cause and I did tight not know that. <laughs> it was there's a very deep and tight history between um blacks from the United States um pre Civil War and during Civil War and um with Liberia. So they have a, a part of Liberia that's called Maryland. <laughs> they have an area called Virginia. Um and a lot of things that really are reflective. Their flag is really similar to our flag. It's the same colors. There's, a, there's one star which stands for the Unified Africa, um, but it's in the same mm-hmm. position that we have many stars. It's a, there are a lot of parallels, and it's a really interesting historical thing for us to be aware of and continue to think about how um, information and Uh, and imaginations for what the future could hold have moved back and forth between Africa and the United States for many, 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 many years. And I'd say just to put things into perspective Uh of what the U.S. is going through right now, what black people in the U.S. are going through right now with police brutality, Uh uh, it's just amazing. We went to um, a part of Liberia where the the settlers landed when they first got to Liberia and to think about just Uh their path to pick up in the 1800s and move across mm-hmm. the ocean to a place that you've mm-hmm. never been because you had a vision that your life would be better there than in the country mm-hmm. where you were enslaved is just, it's, it's still mind-blowing to me. Um, and I think that right. if the settlers who landed then knew what was going on in this country, the U.S. today right now, mm-hmm. they'd say, see, told y'all so. <laughs> yeah So... Yep. Um, it's not really Absolutely even a laughing matter. Right. it's just very, it's mind-blowing that they had so much foresight in the 1800s about how they would be right. able to create a life for themselves um, that would be better than what they can imagine their future as here. So I think that we really need to just think about what does it mean to live with a better quality of life? Um, is it material goods? Is it peace of mind? Is it living collectively? Is it having individuality and really just thinking about the type of life we want to live and that there are options for how we live on this earth? And um, that black people have been exploring those options since the 1800s.
0: Let me find out you're already a teacher, and we get ready um get a workshop or some kind of class together. Maybe we can do a weekday night. We will find something together because you're going to need to educate us about our black history and um, how we can be <laughs> like that more Let's aware of where our people came from, what they endured. Like, I would have never thought that after slavery, a lot of black people went back to Africa. I would have never known that.
1: That's not what they teach us in school. That's
0: not what you're going to hear (laughs) on the radio or TV shows. And how many slavery movies did they come out with? Not one time did they ever mention that part.
1: Or that even the, the belief that all of Africa was colonized by Europe. Liberia wasn't. My Barry was always a free I nation. I did not know that. Yeah. So, okay, there's we, a we, lot we, there. We're we we, we going to be talking a whole
0: lot more after this show, but we're going to leave that awesome. for We're going to put that, that on the table, and we'll come back to it. Let's get back to before you, because I got <laughs> some things running through my brain. So can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, I'm in transition. Oh, I apologize
1: to everyone.
0: Um now. Are there Are there any let's say Are, are there any other organizations that kind of do what you do? But, or, let me rephrase that, or are you the only organization that kind of brings talent, arts, everything between, between, Um, between, I'm sorry, please forgive me one moment. Um Are you the only organization out there that brings the arts between the US and Liberia? That's my question.
1: All right, um I'll give an answer in two ways. The first part is that um back in the seventies there used to be called cult- that um, were all over West Africa, like following in the independent celebrations of like Ghana and Nigeria. So Liberia also had culture troops that traveled all over the world in the 70s and probably even into the early 80s, just before their civil war. Right now, Before Youth uh-huh. Theater is the only live theater company that regularly performs in uh-huh. Liberia. Um, There are other organizations that might use drama for um, a particular purpose or cause, but we're the only regularly performing theater company in Liberia. There are other African organizations from different parts of Africa that do a variety of arts programming globally. We are actually about to host one of those organizations in Edgewood, so I guess you pushed me right into talking about our upcoming event This Friday, we'll be hosting the African Children's Choir, which is an amazing and exciting group that um, mostly has young people from Uganda but also from some other countries in Africa. And they've been established for 30 years, so they're really ahead of us in terms of creating um, this path of traveling globally. Their young people travel um, in two separate choirs, so we're hosting one of their choirs, and there are 18 young children like ages 7 through maybe 11 who will be right here in um, Edgewood, 30 minutes east of Baltimore on Friday in concert with us. And they'll be singing songs from Africa as well as some American songs and just giving us a great chance to be part of creative expression and honoring African culture and what it means when we come together together Across the ocean and create different kinds of community. So that is um, one of our upcoming events. It is a free event. It will be held this Friday, October 21st. The doors open at 6 p.m. And you can reserve tickets through our website that's www.b, the number four youth, Y-O-U-T-H, theater, T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. You'll see um, a beautiful uh, gold, vibrant picture that says Before Youth Theater Presents African Children's Choir, and if you click on that link mm-hmm. you can go right ahead, it'll take you to um, our Eventbrite page where you'll be able to reserve your tickets, but our tickets are going really, really quickly, so if you're listening to this now, you might as well go ahead and try to reserve those tickets now, because I think uh, mm-hmm. about 40 minutes ago or so I saw that we had less than 40 free tickets left, so um, Do check that out. We would love to see you guys there. But um, just to take this back to the question you asked, yes, there are other organizations that do similar things. This um, African Children's Choir is primarily music performance. We would love to in 15, maybe all things are possible. Um, They've done this for 30 years, Mm -hmm. maybe five years from now. We could bring our children from Liberia to perform all over Mm -hmm. the world and do their full-length plays to do theater with music and advance. Um, that would be a wonderful thing and something that we don't see as being off the table. Mm-hmm. Our kids are capable and they're able. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully if we get more support and volunteers and people who are willing to help us um, do their small parts, we can do something really big together. And this would be one of those big things I'd love to see us be able to do.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So then my other question is, as far as the children here, how Do you have children here that you um, teach, like, arts and, you know, the or the information or the traditions from Liberia?
1: We don't have um, African arts programming that we offer here through classes. We do partner with other organizations that do similar things. Um, I'll give some examples. We use um, our own curriculum for B4U Theater is teaching – social mm-hmm. justice work through the arts, and we have done some workshops with Everyman Theater located in Baltimore for learning about okay. um, African traditional performance. Um, mm-hmm. We have partnered in the past with Urban Foley, another Baltimore-based group. Um, they've actually come out and done several performances with us in different, for different events and workshops mm-hmm. as well. They do a lot with drumming and with dance. Um, We've also worked with Sankofa in the past, another Baltimore area group. Um, So we Uh Uh in the U.S. um, realize that there are other organizations that are doing these things, and we really focus on the power of positive partnerships rather than always trying to recreate things. Um, What we do teach is um, mostly how to use the arts and how to harness the power of the arts for social justice causes. So from time to time, we will offer workshops in those areas in coordination with some of the organizations that I just mentioned.
0: Awesome. One more time, give us your information. How can we reach you? How can we contact you? Email, telephone, web address.
1: Sure. Again, my name is Jasmine. I'm the founder and executive director of B4 Youth Theater. We are um, online. Our website is www.b4 the letter B, the number four youth, Y O U T H, theater, T H E A T R E dot org. We're on Facebook, B4 space, Youth Space Theater. If you are just trying to memorize that, don't memorize it if you're driving. Just put in the <laughs> at sign when you get a chance. Right. The letter B, the number four, Y T L I B. B 4 Y T L I B. That's B 4 Youth Theater Liberia. You can find us that way on Facebook. On Twitter, um, at B 4 Youth Theater. On Instagram, B 4 Youth Theater. Um, email address, you can reach me directly, Jasmine J A S. M-I-N-E, like the flower, at b 4 utheaterorg And our uh, phone number is area code 732-491-7944. So there are lots of ways to reach us. We really want to stay in contact with you. If you want to be added to our email distribution list, please email me or inbox us through any of our social media with your email address, and we'll put you on our distribution list We are reinstituting our quarterly newsletter, which will have fun facts. It'll have photographs of the work of our children in Liberia, as well as programs that we're having here in the United States, as well as short stories, um, poems, artwork, and all kinds of fun things. So um, that's a quarterly newsletter. We don't fill your inbox with all kinds of nonsense, just the really good stuff Mm -hmm. that's creatively um, curated. I get it. And if there
0: are... Any um, business owners or entrepreneurs that would like to be um, or like to host, would like to be part of one of your productions, um, is that something you are open to, or do you kind of um, network with other businesses to promote or to host events?
1: We do. We network with businesses, with other organizations, and with individuals. So um, if you have a talent or a gift and you'd like to figure out how we can make it happen, just reach out to us and um, we'll we'll talk about what our mutual interests are and try to find a way to do that like you and I have been able to do, Stacy. So um, I think there are a lot of ways to be involved um, in any type of way. Like one of our volunteers who went to Liberia this summer with us um, had experience in uh, just – Social media and technology, so I um, was able to get a lot of video interviews of our students so that we are able to put together this really robust interactive website that I mentioned earlier that we're working on. Um, we have mm-hmm. an amazing graphic designer who stepped in last year and has completely turned around our public face online and in print media. Our, our images are so much cleaner. Our information is so much clearer than it's been in the past. So, I mean, there are a billion ways that we can work with other individuals or organizations, with performers. When we um, have our fashion shows, we often have opening acts. We've had Minnie Smith, who is a Maryland artist, but she's Liberian, and she does um, she's a, a gospel CD out. So she's opened for us before oh, awesome. um, when we've done fashion shows. We've had corporations book our fashion shows for diversity celebrations, um, for – just special honors or awards that they're giving for their employees, uh, also schools for um, just cultural awareness and, and similar activities. So we, um, we are very much open to working with other organizations to help further our mission, which is to empower young people to become educated citizens through the arts. And that mission does extend beyond Liberia because as we exchange culture and we harness the power of positive partnerships, we are indeed growing up our next generation of educated citizens who will change this world.
0: Awesome. Uh, This is such a, I'm so overwhelmed. This is such a good, this is so good for us as African Americans to kind of have some kind of insight where we came from, all the things that we take for granted because we live in America. We can shop, we can travel, we can do this. But I think if we were more in tune of our roots, it would kind of change our perspective Mm. of the things that we kind of so freely engage in now. I think a lot of people just need a history lesson and a good history lesson, not the ones that they try to teach us in school but how it would (laughs) pertain to our lives as we live it today.
1: That and that our schools really can do better to be more inclusive of the multiple Mm -hmm. histories Mm
0: -hmm. that people
1: have experienced in this Mm -hmm. country. But I think that it does take us being educated about our history and it takes those of us who are parents to talk to our school administrators Mm -hmm. and say, this is what, our kids need, and the curriculum does have room to teach these things and has room to teach them in a way that's creative and that will get our students engaged and involved. History doesn't have to be something that's boring just because it happened a long time ago.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Do you, um, or can, um, let's say, so, you know, we hear all the things on TV or see all the commercials on TV where you see, um, what was the lady's name? older white lady and she always went to a foreign country and she if you want to adopt a child or if you want to um Mm -hmm. sponsor a kid do you have something like that
1: well i mentioned um earlier that we're going to kick off our sponsor and artist program um within the next month that's what we're Mm -hmm. getting this very um robust media campaign going for and it will be um a way to not sponsor a needy child because as you and I have already talked about, um,
0: characterizing
1: mm-hmm. any human being as simply needy mm-hmm. or as vulnerable mm-hmm. or as um, underdeveloped or undeveloped is, is, that's not our goal in any way. We believe that all human beings right. have something to offer. So we will have a sponsor and artist program and that will be a program that's um, geared towards letting people who have the ability to um, have sustained or ongoing funding, even if it's $5 a month, Mm -hmm. to support one child throughout um, their entire programming needs so that they can become leaders in our program in Liberia and so that we can eventually get to the point where Mm -hmm. we can bring some of our students here for performances and things like that as well. Got it,
0: got it. And you're right. Oh, yes, yes, that's coming. I didn't miss it, but once you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, she did say that.
1: No, I'm glad um, you asked again because that's that's coming, but it's not coming in the way you've been mm-hmm. seeing it from organization and organization again, sponsor this poor, helpless, needy child. It's not even about that. It's sponsor this beautiful, intelligent child who mm-hmm. is going to make a difference and hopefully even come to your community today and make a difference for you too. Oh, and that's wow. what we're aiming for. And that's what that we'll see within the next month.
0: Good job. Good job. Um, Thank you. Do you, for all of The children or youth um, in America, do you have um, maybe like an intern program? Um, Because I know now in school my children are small, um, but I know they have to have so many hours of, excuse me, community service. service. Um, Mm -hmm. So do you have like an intern um, program, or do you have something for the youth here that they can participate in kind of
1: Use that as community
0: service?
1: Definitely. We, um, we have internships for older students, for um, high school students okay. who have done any type of study in music, dance, or art. So if your child is 15 and has been in the school play for the past five years, we want them. And we want them to possibly come to Liberia within the next couple of years. So start having those conversations with your young people um, where they can help us teach classes to people their own age group who just don't have those opportunities in their schools and their communities on a regular and consistent basis. Um, We are going to be expanding our programming to other parts of Liberia where we um, have had sites prior to Ebola and some places where we've never been able to open sites yet. So we um, definitely need people with the heart for service and the curiosity to learn about another culture to join with us in that process. So for older children, we do have that as an option. For younger children, and we actually just took a small group of our our young volunteers to the African American History Museum yesterday as a thank you to them. Um, They've done simple things with us like when – yeah, they've done simple things to help, like when we needed to advertise for this African Children's Choir event. They've gone with us to the public libraries and posted the posters and put the postcards out. They've um, gone to the mall to do quick fundraisers with the local department store when they've had service days to um, raise funds for our organization. So we definitely have ways to get the little ones involved, too, of course, with their parents' Um, by their Mm side so that we can build a relationship and get to know them better but there are ways for people of all ages to be involved and we encourage that
0: that is awesome so I want to be um, mindful of time are you okay Um, are there do you need a is there a time you need to cut off
1: Um, we can do a a few more minutes we're coming up on 8 o'clock right yes Yes, ma'am
0: So let me know when, you know, let me know when, um, because I always want to be mindful of everyone's time, and I know everyone can't spend a whole two hours just chit-chatting it with me. But I appreciate (laughs) you coming on the show because this enlightened me. And it's like I always hope that whatever special guests I have on the show, that they will actually teach me because I am by no means a – person who knows it all who's seen it all who's done it all so when i invite people on the show it's because i'm interested and it's because i have no idea what they're going to talk about or what you know things are about so i'm asking a question and i hope i'm asking questions that the, my listeners will be like good question stacy i wanted to know that too so i'm learning as i go along and i appreciate There is so much stuff that I don't know about because when I get to talk to other people, the listeners, they're going to say, you know what, I had no idea either until I heard it on your show. That's what I want this show to be about. I don't want this to just be another talk show. I want it to be a movement, and I want people to learn. I need people to understand. And even if it's something that you don't even really care about, if you walked away with one thing that you did not know before you listened to this show, then I've done my job. Mm, So I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate you being so open. I appreciate you answering all the many questions that I have. That's how we learn by asking questions. Mm -hmm. And there is no stupid question. There's no right or wrong question. There's no question. Like I can't believe she even asked me that because that's how you learn. So don't be scared to ask questions, guys. Now, One more time, the three things that you want us to know, because those things stood out to me, those things are three things that I'm going to make it my business to do at least one of. You want us to donate, you want us to spend time, go in detail, one more time.
1: Okay, the three things to do. One is you can donate. You can do that through our website or our social media. Um, quickly again, our website www. the letter B the number four youth y o u t h theater t h e a t r e dot org. Our Facebook is B four space youth space theater. Don't put B four B e f o r e. It's not prior to. It's the letter B, the number four. If you are driving or Mm -hmm. cooking or or holding a baby, don't try to memorize that long one. Just when you get a chance, go on your Facebook, (laughs) put in the at sign, letter B, number four, Y-T-L-I-B, B4 U Theater, Liberia. Mm -hmm. Um, On Twitter Mm -hmm. and on Instagram, it's just B4 U Theater, spelled the same way as everything else was, letter B, number four, Y-O-U-T-H-T-H-E-A-T-R-E. You can donate through um, almost all of those means. If not, then it, it will all redirect you back to our website where there are donate buttons or to our Facebook where the donate buttons on the top of the page. That's one thing you can do to get mm-hmm. involved. The second thing you can do is attend our events. We do have events throughout the entire year in different parts of the U.S., pretty much everywhere from Philadelphia down to Georgia, Once in a while, we'll do something in New York or in Minnesota. Um, So those events are posted um, to our social media. We will have an events calendar that will come out in our quarterly quarterly newsletter. If you would like to be added to that newsletter, please email us. I can be reached directly. I'm Jasmine, the founder and executive director. My email is jasmine, J-A-S-M-I-N-E, spelled like flower, at b4youththeater.org. So email me, we'll add you, or us on our social media we will put you on our mailing list, and you will get four emails a year. We will not fill your email box with all kinds of updates and small details. You'll get our four quarterly newsletters. Um, so you can donate, you can attend an event or host an event. We talked earlier about how corporations, family reunions, all mm-hmm. types of things in um, mm-hmm. groups sometimes want to have entertainment. If you're doing any type of of conference or event or gathering where you'd like entertainment, consider booking our Educative Fashion Experience, which is one of the events that we do ourselves. We also can host this event in coordination with your company or gathering or organization so that you're learning about the culture while being entertained by the beautiful fashion. So that's an option. Get involved in our events. And um, the third way to get involved was to host the Shipping Party get some of your friends together, get a huge barrel or a box, and we can let you know how to get a barrel. It's kind of unfamiliar to people who are here. Um, and mm-hmm. get your friends together to bring $10 each and to bring some school supplies or musical instruments that people aren't learning, aren't using anymore. If your child um, played the recorder, that little wah, 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 squeaky instrument when they were in third or right. fourth grade and, you, and it's under their bed, bring that thing, drop it mm-hmm. into a, a barrel at your friend's house. All of y'all get together, have some hors d'oeuvres and some drinks. Fill up the barrel, give your $10 mm-hmm. each, and we'll tell you how to ship that to Liberia so that we don't have to use our our donations to pay for supplies mm-hmm. that are sitting around mm-hmm. your house that you do not even need, um, and those things can support our programming. So um, those are three ways to get involved. And we also talked about just three things that I want people to know about Liberia, and the first mm-hmm. is that we have to check our fear. <laughs> we a lot of times have fear of traveling. Unfortunately, we have fear that there was Ebola. We have fear that the country had a war. And everything that we think of when we think about Africa leads us back to our own fear. So I just challenge Mm -hmm. us individually and collectively to check our fear. Is your fear founded in anything that is factual? Do you actually know what's going on on the ground right now? Mm -hmm. And if there is something dangerous, scary, or negative going on on the ground, is it everywhere and is it um, so insipid that being in the country mm-hmm. will affect you because there are things that we deal with day to day here in the United States that we might be fearful about, but we don't choose to be in fear of them. And if your children go to a public school, right. there are many children who are not being vaccinated, yet you still let your kid go to school and you don't right. worry about it every single day. Mm-hmm. So, and you also wouldn't like mm-hmm. it if somebody from another country said, I'm not going to go to the U.S. because those kids aren't vaccinated. That would be kind of silly not to go right. to the whole country right. because some people mm-hmm. don't take the best health care measures. So check your fear. To, th- to the second thing that I want everyone to know about Liberia is just how beautiful, creative, and innovative the people are. And I'm talking about the young people in particular. I have seen some amazing things. Like, granted, there are, um, there are there's definitely a lack of financial and sometimes material resources. I've seen a car that fell into mm-hmm. a ditch get pulled out by another car by tying together the seatbelts of the two cars. I have seen some interesting wow. things in that country with some people who, right, I would never mm-hmm. have thought um when we took Mm -hmm. our volunteers there this year it was the rainy season and they wanted to go up to see this waterfall but the further up you drove the muddier it got so at one point we Mm -hmm. thought we were going to just get stuck and have to stay overnight there were and we had a big old jeep truck looking thing four men came out of the neighborhood and pushed us out of Mm -hmm. i kid you not like 40 inches of mud oh my god yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, um wow. Awesome. Amazing people who are willing to help, who mm-hmm. care about their mm-hmm. neighbors, who care about strangers mm-hmm. who are in their community. Um just really mm-hmm. good people, beautiful people, kind people, creative people, intelligent people, and we need to remember that people no matter where they are in the world are human beings. We are talking about people. So let's start to erase the vocabulary of all oh, those vulnerable people, those deprived mm-hmm. people, all oh, those poor mm-hmm uneducated, and all mm-hmm. these other terms that we use to um, cloud how we think and feel for other human beings right. that God also placed on this earth. So that's the second thing. So mm-hmm. first, check your fear. The second thing, people are people are people are people no matter where they are, and we mm-hmm. all have gifts and talents mm-hmm. to offer to each other, so the learning goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Let's check our language, <laughs> check our fear. Mm-hmm. Um and then the third thing that I would say, and this is the tea Stacey, that you said was your little tidbit of learning for the day, is really look at the history between in Maryland and Liberia. Mm-hmm. There is a very deep and long history. Liberia's even seen several past presidents who were from the state of Maryland because after, mm. um, well, at the time the slaves were being freed. So you're talking about near the Civil War. Some people being freed prior to the Civil War, if you really look at the history, and, mm-hmm. of course, many after. Um, but many people went back to Africa. Granted, they were not from Africa um, in terms of having lived mm-hmm. there themselves, because you know, we've been here for 400 mm-hmm. years. Um, but uh, many people did travel to Africa to um, to to live their lives out there rather than staying in a country where they had been enslaved. Um, and it was always mind-blowing to me that the early settlers freed American black settlers to Liberia who went in the 1800s, had the foresight to think that they might be able to live with a better quality of life somewhere they had never been than in the country that they had Mm -hmm. built. So I think that that's just something Mm -hmm. that we really need to be thoughtful about, especially in times where we're having political rhetoric that um, talks about how we who live in cities are... Mm deprived and mm-hmm. unable and we need right. help from people who are outside of our neighborhood because we can't do it on our own in a time where police brutality is a daily and regular occurrence to the point where it's almost mm-hmm. expected and where a lot of us right. are coming hard into the fact that our own young mm-hmm. black people, men and women, are dying at the hands of police officers.
0: Mm-hmm. And just
1: to remember that as early as the 1800s, there were black people who chose to chart a new path for themselves in another place rather than to continue living in the um, dire circumstances that they faced in in, the, in that time period and that their vision for the future, um, they were more confident in what they could create than with what their circumstances might create for them. So um, just to think that there are there are many options of how we live in this world and that we have ancestors who chose a different option in the 1800s, and that was to go to Liberia and to establish it um, in a way that reflected their American values and um, that over time has been challenged to also reflect the values of the Liberian population that was already in Liberia when they returned. So um, we have a lot of shared history, and it should inform our present-day situation.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Is there anything in this that I did not ask you or that, we, or that we did not talk about but you want to get across, you want to say, you want to share, anything?
1: I think this was, this was thorough, and I think we've had a really good time. I just want to remind people that if you wanted to check out the African Children's Choir, as we've been on this radio show, um, more tickets have just been booked, so don't miss your chance. It is a free concert. The children are coming in from Africa, mostly from um, Uganda and some other African countries, and it's a free concert. That's this Friday um, at 6 p.m. doors open. So check us out on our social media and our website so that you do not miss your chance to hear them perform live.
0: And I will definitely be subscribing to the news list. Um, I already have a prior engagement for this Friday, but I am so upset with myself because I would love to attend. So I will be at something because I have to be a part of this. I have to get back and I have to do more. And I have to show my children because I have a 9-year-old, I have a 7 year old a 9-year-old, and a 5-year-old. But I want them to grow up and be more versed than I was growing up and more aware of other people, other things um, that's happening around in our world and our community. Um, so I will definitely, 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 you will be hearing a lot more from me. And I will awesome. be, um, um, too. um, I will be promoting it on, uh, make me feel ready radio. So, um, um, if you guys need more information, feel so free to send me an email. I will link you up with Jasmine. Um, my email address is Stacy S T A C Y L letter L Ferguson, and F E R G U S O N the number seven seven that's two seven at gmail.com. Please, if you need more information um, and if you miss Jasmine's information, send me an uh, email and I will be sure to uh, link you up with her in our class. I am, I am so grateful that you agreed to be on the show and to educate me and the listeners it's been awesome and thanks I thank you from the bottom of my heart um we're going to have to get together because we're going to need to do some workshops so that we can enlighten people about the things and how liberia is so cool so close to maryland um i we i think that's something that a lot of people would be interested in we're going
1: to be talking early. definitely thanks stacy
0: no problem at all. Thanks again for being the show. Any last remarks, any last words, anything
1: that you want to say? I want to just go back to your opening challenge to everybody, which was do something as an individual that will make somebody else's day better. That's a good goal. Yes. Thank you for that yes. No problem at
0: all. No problem at all. And you are on the end with me me feeling ready, y'all. This is your host, C. i am your host tonight and every Sunday night. And again, don't forget, do something nice for someone this week. Say something nice to someone this week. Go out of your way to be nice to someone this week. We have to start supporting each other. We have to start doing more as a community because we want the government, we want politics, we want all these businesses to do something for our community. But what difference does it make if everybody in the world did everything for our community, but we didn't appreciate it, and we didn't do anything to maintain our community? So they could drop load a shipment of everything we ever wanted. But if we don't do anything to maintain it and we don't keep it going, then what difference does it make? We have to to be more responsible. Responsible, And we have to take the initiative to do for ourselves. We have to support each other. We have to kind of, when you see someone falling from the wayside, give them some words of inspiration. We have to stop tearing each other down and start building each other up. So that's my, that's my platform. That's my soapbox for this week. Go outside of your comfort zone and be nice to someone. Say something nice. I like your hair. Just something as small as that. You never know. You probably just put a smile on somebody's face, and they have probably haven't smiled in two weeks. You never know what every what someone is going through. Everybody has a struggle. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you, Jasmine, for being on the show. We will definitely be keeping in touch, and I will be offering you another uh, show. Coming up very soon because we are going to try to make this an ongoing um partnership, you and i I want to always be kind of in the know of what's going on and what you guys are doing um and I will definitely be supporting you because it's a worthy cause. Thanks again. I appreciate you being on the show.
1: Thank you.